From the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery, I'm Josh Young, and this is As Seen From Here. On today's podcast, live at the ASCRS Winter Update in beautiful Fajardo, Puerto Rico, February 14, 2014. Today, a brief interview with Roger Steinert on managing capsular radial tears. Or in this case, four wrongs make a right, exactly. First this, what's your idea of the perfect meeting? Mine would be a meeting in which the topics I want are covered by the people who are innovators in their field, who talk about things that are immediately relevant to my practice and who are both approachable and available between sessions. Ideally, I would like only one session to be running at a time so that I don't miss anything, and for each session to consist only of really high-quality speakers. I guess if I were to go on to fantasize, the meeting would be in a beautiful location with plenty for my family to do while I'm filling my brain. Now, if you add in a collegial atmosphere that promotes conversation with other ophthalmologists and an informal atmosphere, then you would have a pretty good description of the ASCRS Winter Update. Winter Update is my favorite meeting, and I look forward to it eagerly every year. And when I come back, my colleagues are always surprised at the number of new and really practical things I've learned. I'm here with Roger Steiner. Roger, you showed a, a really, really wonderful case. I saw that when you observed that there was an a, a membrane, a fibrotic membrane between the iris and the, and the capsule, you didn't just lice it off with a cyclodialysis spatula. What did you do and, and why do you handle it that way rather than just lysing it? When you, you see a kind of gray fibrotic membrane, typically at least part if not 360 degrees around a small bound down pupil, I found that if you grasp that, and, and I usually use the same forceps I use for my anterior capsular rexus because it has nice little points, uh, that if you, you can strip that 360 degrees, you won't necessarily have the pupil open fully, occasionally it will, but at least it cleans up that uh, membrane and then you have a much nicer pupil post-operatively. Uh, you can absolutely stretch with a double hook technique and break that membrane, uh, but I think if you strip it off completely, it just makes an anatomically better result. Roger, one of the things that that you showed, uh, really a much more salient point, uh, is that you had a capsule rexus with one extension radially. And how, how did you handle it? How, how should we generally handle a situation in, in which we have one radial tear that we're relatively convinced doesn't wrap around? And this was really the, the thrust of the case that I was showing it was because there is no single answer to this and no uniform consensus. But the concern with a capsular rexus that, that develops a single defect is that that represents a weak point. And even if it just extends out to the periphery or to the equator, that it is a weak spot that has the potential to then extend and wrap around on the posterior side due to the pressure uh, that is going to be exerted during 
the fake emulsification. So you get different answers from different people. Some people will say, well, just don't hydro dissect and you'll be okay. Uh, or do lower your bottle and have less infusion pressure and do slow motion FACO. And then those are all reasonable answers. But my preference is to go back to the lessons I think that we learned when we did can opener capsulotomies with extra cap, where we almost never saw a posterior wraparound tear. And the take-home lesson there is that with a can opener capsulotomy, you have multiple weak spots. There is no capsulorexis. So, so now, fast forwarding into the fake emulsification era, we do a nice capsulorexis. A lot of our techniques take advantage of the strength of an intact capsulorexis. If that's lost, I revert back to the same concept as the can opener. So I will go in with a scissors and make typically three other defects. So you have a total of four weak spots, one per quadrant. And in doing that, and still observing reasonable caution in your technique and trying to minimize pressure, I think you greatly reduce the potential for a wraparound tear because your other weak spots would preferentially extend and take pressure off rather than the one single defect wrapping around to the backside. Because the uh, attention's not focused on that, on that one radial tear you have, um relaxing cut so two wrongs do make a right roger well, or in this case four wrongs make a right exactly marvelous marvelous <laughs> stuff thank you very much for being generous with your time my with pleasure. us today. my pleasure thanks josh roger steinert is chair of the department of ophthalmology at uc irvine in irvine california questions of Dr. Steinert or any of our previous guests, or make a comment about any of the topics we've discussed. These interviews are meant to be the start of a conversation in which you participate. Write to me with your questions or comments at josh at iWorld.org. As Seen From Here is a production of the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery. Be a part of the next podcast. I'm Josh Young. Josh Young.